T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. And this hour is being brought to you by Team Hochberg, Visit their website, 56david.com. That's 56david.com. Ray, let's go. Lawrence Holmes, noon to two on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Coming soon, the greatest untold story of college basketball. In the highness, turn around, jumpers, good! The legendary 1963 Ramblers that broke racial barriers across the country. Segregation of the races at all levels. There were times that we feared for our lives. How did this team change the sport forever? It was the beginning of modern basketball. The Loyola Project, a documentary film by O'Malley Creighton Productions. Narrated by me, Lucas Williamson. Coming soon. If you've got Paramount Plus, you can check it out. If not, you can wait until Saturday and see it. But I am telling you, you need to see it. It'll be on CBS. I'm so happy that Lucas Williamson has time to talk with us. Hoops Talk, Championship Hoops Talk on the score is being brought to you by Health Markets Insurance Agency. Your insurance marketplace can help you find the right dental plan that fits your insurance needs. And their advice is free. Visit shop.healthmarkets.com today. That's shop.healthmarkets.com. And Lucas joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Lucas, thank you so much for joining me. I loved this documentary. How long did it take to get done, and and what made you want to be a part of it? Hey, Lawrence, it's a pleasure to be on. Um, But I was working on this project for maybe a year and a half. Because of COVID, it took us a little longer to, to actually, like, get it done. Uh, Patrick, the director of the film, and his crew, he was working on it for, like, closer to two years. Um, but obviously, like, this story, when you hear it, like, you'll see why it holds such a special special place in my heart. Um, especially, like, you know, just being in the Loyola family, um, like, just some of the things that they had to go through off the court, on the court. Um, it's just a, an incredible story. Um, so because of that reason, when Patrick came to me and offered me, you know, the, the narrating job uh, on this, on this movie, I was had a little hesitant at first. I just didn't want to be the one that mess, to mess it up. Um, but, you know, I'm always down to trying new things and, you know, he voiced his confidence in me. Um, we kind of just played it by ear. We kind of just did trial and error at the beginning and you know he, he he ended up liking the way it sounded so uh, we went with it 
Is it true that you voiced all of this in a closet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I, I filmed the majority of this over COVID, and this is like when, like, like lockdown COVID. Um, so yeah, they sent me a mic, a mic stand, and a spit mic, and I recorded the majority. Well, actually, all of it, the VO, uh, all of the voiceover in my closet. Man, that's. What, did you was did you aspire to be a filmmaker? <laughs> no, this is something that like you know is is a little out of out of my my field. Like I graduated last year journalism major, Spanish minor, management minor, and I'm getting my master's in marketing right now. Um, so, you know, filmmaking isn't something that, you know, I, I studied or something that I, you know, saw myself doing. Uh, but like I said, like, you know, I'm always down to trying new things. Um, I'm, I'm very, uh, you know, I feel like outgoing person when, when opportunities are presented to me. So I just said, you know what, I, I can go with it. I can try it. If you don't like it, you can fire me and hire somebody else. Are Are you still planning on, is professional basketball on your list of things that you want to do? Yeah, I want to play basketball for as long as I can. Um, you know, being a professional basketball player, that's some, something that I had grown up, you know, aspiring to be. Um, and so I, I just want to play that, play that out for as long as I can. Okay. Lucas Williamson joining me here on The Score. The name of the documentary is called The Loyola Project. It's amazing and i'm going to talk more about why it's amazing with lucas in a minute but you can see it on cbs do we know what time it's going to be on cbs on saturday um i believe two o'clock okay um and it's like right before the first final four game perfect it's a perfect place for this i i loved the the part in there where we see you all the the, the current group of loyola players talking with members of that team, what do you feel like you and your, your teammates took away from the experience of being able to, like it being not just legend, but, but seeing those guys mm-hmm. in the flesh and talking to them about what happened to them? Yeah, well, you know, within the program, you know, the 63 story is, is well known. And before COVID, those guys, they were always around. So we actually had the opportunity to meet them and like know them uh, before that Zoom call even happened. However, like we never talked about you know the intricacies of what they went through back then. Um, we never specifically talked about race relations back then. Like to have you know a space created for us to specifically talk about the things that they went through, um, you know, is something that they hadn't even done um, within like their locker room. So just that Zoom call was a, it was a great it was a phenomenal Zoom call like I think it, it went on for hours at least two hours um, just talking and, and just getting to know each other's stories and just seeing how you know how much how much has changed since then especially in the sports world um, but then also how much hasn't changed and how much you know still needs to change going forward it was just it was a great productive talk. It, it seemed like it, and and seeing the younger players go, wait, you guys couldn't get haircuts on campus back then, and and being shocked by it, I thought really drove the point home of what those guys went through as as a groundbreaking, you know, like they're looked upon as as being one of the most important teams in college basketball history because of what they did, but they still had to deal with so much that had nothing to do with basketball. 
Yeah, and I think that's why that's one of the main reasons as to why this story stands out to me is not only did they have to face racism like down south, but they also had to face racism in the north. Not a lot of people know that Chicago in the 60s was not the most friendliest place to be. Um, you know, so they faced racism on campus. Um, then they had to go out and perform and, and compete at a high level and go to school. But not only did they have to compete at a high level, they won a national championship. Like that is so hard to do. So hard to do. Have you seen the documentary King in the Wilderness? I haven't. I want you to watch it because there's you guys talk a lot about Martin Luther King in Chicago during the time. I think it will it will it will even deepen your appreciation for what you guys did inside of this piece. It it speaks very plainly to to what it is that that you guys were discussing about not just segregation in the South, but how the city of Chicago, even now, is one of the most segregated right. cities in America. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, King even said that when he did his march in Chicago, that it was one of the like rowdiest crowds that he had ever uh, been around. And he obviously had been all throughout the South. Yeah, it details his time of living here. The the 18 months that he was living here. It's called King in the Wilderness. It's it's really really phenomenal and I think that you would appreciate it considering what you did here. The other thing that I didn't know, like I, I knew of some of the the stuff. I'm a lot older than you, Lucas. I knew about <laughs> a, a lot of the stuff from my parents telling me stories about what Chicago was like and and I knew a, a lot of the history and I love how you guys have it set up in the Genteel Center where you can learn a lot about that team if you just come to a game. What I didn't right. know was the basketball stuff. I didn't know that they were out there playing 40 minutes a game, Lucas. My goodness. <laughs> can, can, I, I know that you've done it on occasion, but could you imagine your coach being like, nah, no subs. We're going to go out here and, and, and go 40 minutes. Yeah, no. I no, I, I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, you know, there's a reason as to why those 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 five players that were playing they're called the the Iron Five because they had to be made of iron because just the, the toll that basketball naturally takes on your body like just I would have been praying for media timeouts. I don't even know if they had media timeouts back then, but like I would have been praying for media timeouts. Oh, it would have been terrible. Yeah, and, and then you see that they they were they were willing to do it, but they were obviously breaking down. Look, I want people to watch the Loyola Project when it comes on CBS at, at, on Saturday at two before the final four games get started. But can you tell the story inside of of the doc about the Loyola players going to New Orleans and what happened while they were there? Yeah. Um. The, the story of how, you know, they scheduled a game in New Orleans. Um, this story is, is one of the, the craziest stories in the film for me. So, George Island, they play a team down in New Orleans. They travel to New Orleans. And sometimes, like, Ireland becomes, like, a very interesting character. That I, George Island is a coach. He becomes a very interesting character in the film because so, it's sometimes, like, I think that he's doing so much and, prog- and try to be progressive, but uh, sometimes I'm just like, some of the decisions that he makes, I just don't, I don't know why he would do that. Um, for example, like he gets in the cab with two of his black players when they finally get to New Orleans, and the cab driver is like, 
says, you can't be in my cab. Like, I'm going to get arrested if I drive you in the cab. Because it was illegal for a white man or a black cab driver to get it to drive around a white man. And what ended up happening is they show up to the hotel, and the hotel's like, we is a white-only hotel. So half the team ended up staying at the hotel, and the other half ended up staying, I think, in um, in a Algiers. neighborhood. Yeah, like, um, and if, in the story, the, the, the black players end up, like, turning it around and making it a funny story because the black players had, like, no curfew, there's no coaches, uh, to tell them where to be. So they ended up having a good time. But like at the end of the day, like I can't imagine, you know, going on a trip and not being with half my team. Like there's so much that goes into preparation before a game, like watching film and going through walkthroughs and going to practice, going to shoot arounds that require me to be with my teammates. I can't imagine if you take that away from us. It's like, I, I can't imagine that that even happening. It's just not a possibility in, 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 2022 for me and you're right like like i i found myself like going oh well he he understands that that playing the best players is the right move but he's also like manipulating the starting lineup because he doesn't want to have five black players on the floor or the the wild part about that story is if we're not sure that george didn't know that that it was going to be segregated and and he told his players, "No, this is a last-minute thing." He's a you're right. right. Like he's he is a very interesting character in this whole thing. And the craziest thing about that story is that you know after he after they played the game and they completed the trip, he like denounced New Orleans for saying for like all of their segregation laws and stuff. However, Xavier University, which is down the street from from where they would have been playing, they said that they offered the whole team to be housed on campus there. So, like you said, we don't know if, if Ireland like just simply didn't know about the segregation laws, but they were offered a place for the whole team to stay. It's a, an incredible documentary. It's called The Loyola Project. It's on Paramount+. Plus. You can check it out now. If you can't, if you don't have Paramount+, Plus, CBS, 2 o'clock, you can check it out. Set your DVRs, your TiVos, whatever, to record it because it is really, really amazing. Lucas, this whole experience for you at Loyola, how would you describe it? Like the whole thing, the whole process of you being there? Oh, man, Uh, that's such a loaded question. Um, Just, I mean, it's just been a blessing. I mean, um, you know, yeah, I've had, you know, some successes on the court, and that's great. And, like, that's what I worked so hard for, and that's ultimately, like, you know, what I just, why I decided to come to Loyola to, like, win basketball games. But I think, what I remember even more is just the people that I've met um, through Loyola, um, the relationships that I've created, um, you know, with alumni, with, um, you know, the supporters of our team and with my coaches and, and my teammates. And, and I think that that is, is what I'm, I'll take away most from my experience at Loyola. Um, and then it always helps, you know, you know, winning games and get into the tournament. That's like the cherry on top. You've been to a Final Four. What does it mean to you that you are now associated with a team that won a national championship and that Loyola sits alone in in, in this state with a a national Mm -hmm. championship? Yeah, um, it means a lot. And I think that, you know, us at Loyola, like we knew about the story of, of the 63 team. 
And I kept telling my teammates, like, you think you know, but, like, you really don't know all of what they went through until you watch the film. My teammates, they watched the film, and then afterwards they were like, you know what, like, that story makes you just, makes wearing the jersey and representing Loyola um, feel that much better. Like, I feel like everybody that is associated with Loyola, they feel a lot better about their decision to be associated with Loyola if because we're related to those guys and that team. Lucas, congratulations on what you've accomplished, not just with the Loyola project, but the way that you approach college is a, is, is a way that I think a lot of people can learn from. And I'm glad that you maximized every piece of like educational opportunity that was available to you. Uh, it's, it's quite an achievement and you should be really proud of it. And I, I'm sure that your family is extremely proud of what you've accomplished. I have no doubt in my mind that whatever you choose to do, that you're going to succeed. And that gives me a lot of hope that you were out here looking at ways to better yourself, not just with basketball, but everything that college can offer. I, I'm, I'm really proud of what you've accomplished there. And, and good luck to you going forward. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that, my man. And and please please watch the King in the in the Wilderness documentary. I will. And I let and let me know what you think, okay? Out. I will. For sure. Thank Th- you have me back on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Lucas be well and I'll talk to you again soon. All right, Lawrence. Thanks for having me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.